welcome to this next awesome episode of React Native Radio. I'm your host, Peter Pekarczyk, and today on our show, we have Sander Spies. Hey, Sander. Hi, thanks, Peter, for having me on the show. Yeah, welcome. We're so happy to have you on. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm, I'm actually uh, just uh, another front-end developer. I basically work as a freelancer for uh, different kind of companies. Been doing like the, I've worked with React basically since the end of 2013, and like last year, uh, yeah, recent has uh, gotten on my radar, and uh, I basically started working on that. That's exciting. So today's episode, we're going to talk a lot about Reason. We'll see how far we can get into Reason with React Native, but. We're primarily interested just to hear, you know, a little bit about it. Everyone's been talking about it, but no one really knows, you know, anything about it. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, what Reason is and why you might want to use it? So Reason is, is what's called a meta-language. Meta-language right now is, uh, there's a lot more involved right now, but the, the basic idea of meta-language is, we take another language and we basically create another language on top of that. So we have the OCaml language and we basically we basically add a different syntax on that and that's basically Reason. But Reason is just more than that. It's also tooling and basically yeah the whole community behind that. So that's kind of like the the, the points behind Reason. So what's what what's interesting there is that um, if you're familiar with JavaScript, of course you are, because we're talking about React Native here. Uh, you know, with, with, uh, within JavaScript, you have kind of certain limitations with how far you can get with uh, writing maintainable software. And basically, if you have like a React application, and even if it's a, also a React Native application, like your, your main uh, bottleneck for like maintenance issues won't be React, it will be the language that you are using. So... Within the JavaScript community, and especially the React one, we created all these things upon the language to try to improve that uh, maintenance situation. But yeah, we, we never really, you know, it, it, it's, it's always halfway there. For instance, we have like the, the static typing part, with, with, which we can do with Flow, or if you went to TypeScript, you can do that. But if you're familiar with, with, with those, for example, uh, you all you will know that there are certain pain points with achieving that. It's not as easy as 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 what you would want actually. Same goes for immutable data, uh, which is another part which will help you with writing maintainable software. But it's always it, it, it's not an easy not not an easy to go to solution. And even if you would combine those, for instance, with uh, with if you would combine flow, for instance, with immutable, it, it's not as pretty as it should be. And if you have all these things within the language, and plus a whole lot more, it's it's not it's not just it's not just that, but it's really a whole lot more. It's, it's like this powerful concept that you have, you know, this powerful language that you can use, and it really helps you write maintainable software. And that, that that's it's really a nice thing. It's uh, it's kind of like hard to explain right now. Yeah, I really recommend people to give it a try. But that's really for me personally, that's the selling point: writing maintainable software. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, like the markup language part. So Reason is built on top of OCaml, right? Why, so now why would somebody want to do that instead of starting from scratch? Well, there's 
So, so Ocaml is a language which where there, there's a lot of smart people. I believe they are smart. You know, I believe they are a lot smarter than I am. Or thinking about the language, and they basically have all the defaults that we already want within the JavaScript community. So, I just I was already mentioning. There's the immutable part. There's the, the flow type part. Plus, the language offers a lot more. That, that's really that's really interesting. So that's kind of like if if you're from JavaScript and you want a better language, then OCaml would be like the default choice. However, it's like the the, the syntax is not that. Yeah, it, it might put off uh, some some people. Uh, plus, like the tooling, it's like you know, it's like you're you're stepping from uh, one universe and you stepping into another one, and it's it's kind of difficult difficult there. So uh, we we try to remove that with reason. So we we try to make it easier for people to start using OCaml, but basically we don't call it OCaml. We 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 call it reason, and we give you a nice syntax, and we make sure that the tooling that you are used to uh, from the JavaScript community is like is easier usable there. Yeah. So so uh, so one of the highlights of reason is that it takes the current OCaml syntax, but makes it a little easier to understand from a JavaScript perspective? Yeah, that's correct. Cool. So so now, were features like flow, you know, like how you mentioned, like how JavaScript has immutable and flow type, uh, yeah. do, does OCaml have those same characteristics, or are those things that were introduced into Reason as a selling point? So, uh, so what, what Reason basically is, uh, uh, Reason is just syntax. And the syntax that Reason provides is like, uh, it translates directly to basically OCaml code. So what you can do is you can take existing OCaml codes and change it directly to Reason code. Or you can use Reason code and change it directly to OCaml code. Um, basically, the only thing that we do is that uh, we change the syntax, but we are using the same AST. So we are using the OCaml AST. So yeah, we, we don't really actually do anything new there. It's like OCaml already provides the, the right defaults that we want to have. And yeah, it, it, it's just making that more familiar it's that it, or more easier to understand. That's really cool. So if you're already very comfortable with OCaml, can you compile that directly into JavaScript or use, you know, some sort of like a React, you know, OCaml library to build your React views in OCaml as well? Or is there no, you know, connection there? Uh, so there's, um, you, you can write basically, uh, you, you can use, uh, there are several solutions there. There is basically Bokov script that allows you to write OCaml code and output that towards JavaScript. So that means also that you can just write recent code and output output that towards uh, JavaScript. The other part of your question? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit about Buckle script and what that does? So Buckle script, it's uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's one of the it's really an exciting project. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's one of the things that Reason kind of builds upon. It's uh, it basically what it does. It kind of like translates this uh, your 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 code basically towards JavaScript. Uh, but it does it, it does it in quite a nice quite a nice way. It's uh, the, the output of the code is it, it's really nice. I uh, yeah I, I would really recommend people if you're just interested in like having like a really small output you know that's really interesting to to look at. Cool. So when you're writing Reason, 
how does it work in terms of JavaScript, right? Can you do you have to start a brand new Reason project uh, to write your React code, or can you start using Reason in a current uh, JavaScript project? What? How do you feel about all that? So one of the the major points for for Reason, you know, Reason is of course uh, largely targeted towards React developers. So there, there's already like there, there are already bindings towards uh, towards React. Uh, so that's 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 really nice. I, I know there there's been like like, like that there's this, a lot of emphasis emphasis has been uh, put on that. Um, so I would really recommend people to try that. And the idea there is actually really to make it easy to integrate Reason within an ex- existing uh, React project. Uh, so if you're already using React and you want to try Reason, that's possible. Oh, cool. So there wouldn't be an issue with, you know, starting writing with like a small component, like a like a logo, for example, or, you know, or even something. That's really the idea. That's really the idea. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Do you know, are there companies already incorporating Reason into their workflows or is it still very early, very early stage? Yeah, I know there are some companies. Uh, yeah, the, the, the obvious one is, of course, Facebook. But I know they're using it for like like several products already. Yeah, I, I know there are, there, are, there are experiments out there. I know there are like uh, the, the meetups are growing right now, uh, but I'm not sure if there is a second one that I can think of right now. Oh, cool. So let's talk a little bit more about you know Reason itself. So when you compile Reason. What does that JavaScript look like? Yeah, I need to show you actually. So that's. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, no problem. Well, uh, is it very similar to what your source code would look like, or is it more, you know, kind of jumbled like what Babel may uh, give you? It's probably a little bit, a little bit jumbled, but uh, I believe it's really readable. So yeah, it's, it's of course it's not like this one on one. So that's. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it kind of depends on your on your point of view here. So yeah, somewhere in between, good. So cool. So somewhere in between, you know, it's not because I've so the reason I ask is because I've heard that you're supposed to check in both your reason and your compiled JavaScript code, right? Yeah, it kind of depends on what you're targeting. So if you're, for instance, if, if you're already like probably targeting like uh, if, if you're using JavaScript, and it might indeed be wiser to you know just to include the output of JavaScript. I'm not sure the idea there. So cool. you know, I'm not totally familiar with the the use case that you're describing there. So oh, okay, maybe I heard the wrong news somewhere. Anyway, so do you know anything about the performance of code written in Reason that's compiled to JavaScript? Is it uh, better or worse right now? Do you know of any uh, plans on, you know, if it's worth improving it in the future? Uh, so what's nice here is uh, OCaml provides like this uh, this, this, this uh, really nice type system uh, that's, quite, that's quite strict that we can nicely use for uh, performance. Uh, so PokerScript is also doing that. So probably code that you will write within Reason that's output towards JavaScript will most likely be faster than the code that you would be writing yourself. Oh wow, that's really cool. And that's because of the the type system that OCaml provides, right? Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about that? You know, obviously 
you know, for the listeners here, they may have used FlowType before, you know, they may have used TypeScript, but, you know, many of us haven't used, you know, OCaml and its type system. So maybe maybe it's a little too complicated, but is there any way you can give us like a, a high level overview of the the benefits of its type system? So basically the, the, the benefits here are, so what, what OCaml has is that this type system is, uh, it's like, it's inferred, uh, which means that, that you don't need to provide like types everywhere that you, for instance, need to do with flow. Flow is already a lot nicer than TypeScript, for instance, in, the, in there, but, uh, you know, Reason and OCaml make it, make it go even further there. So you basically describe your types and it can infer that if you describe something that, okay, it's this type. So that, that's really nice. So you say that um, OCaml has an inferred type system. What's, what's the opposite of that, right? What's like a language that, you know, is completely opposite in that regard where you do need to, you know, put types everywhere. It, it would be called Java or C Sharp or something. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's kind of like if, if every function that you have, you know, it needs like you, know, you need to describe the types, uh, the, the, the input that you get there. And, uh, yeah, it, it's really different with OCaml there. So it's, uh, it, it's a lot less verbose there. So what's what's kind of nice that you can within your editor, for instance, you can a lot easier inspect like you know uh, if you have a certain uh, variable, then you can actually have guarantees that it's a certain type. Of course, that goes for every basically every type system, but uh, here it's kind of nice that it's that it's inferred there. Oh, okay, cool. So so when you're writing Reason or OCaml, for example, so maybe maybe this is a little you know too in depth, but like. How, how does like the how does it infer you know like what says like oh okay like I know this is going to be a string or I know this is going to be a number yeah I'm, I'm not totally sure how the um, like 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 what the details are there but I, I believe so don't don't quote me on this please but uh, I believe it's basically the usage of the like variables that that it sees like okay you're now using an integer also everything here now needs to be an integer or uh, you're using this uh, this kind of record or this kind of object so this needs to match there so it's something needs to be like that it needs to be something like that oh, okay cool well, that's that's very interesting so let's talk a little bit about ocaml and reason for javascript right uh, this is react native radio so there's a lot of people here that have interest in both you know react and react native but what yeah. are some other use cases for reason so probably some people are already familiar with Docker, I guess. So uh, OCaml is used a lot within the Docker within the within the Docker project product. So it's uh, that might be interesting, like uh, for a use case there. I know it's used basically a lot of uh, by at least one one financial company. And yeah, it's it, 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 there are like multiple use cases there. It's uh, it's really kind of like what you want to build there. So. Uh, you can. It, it, it's really up to you as a developer. It's probably probably everything that you can think of could probably be created with OCaml. So, cool. So now, does it compile to another language? Does it compile to the bare metal? How like how would that kind of work out? So OCaml really compiles nicely and even compatibly. Like if you would write uh, like like more native C code. 
there's interesting so so there's this there was an interesting test there so uh, what what what's uh, what was done at facebook was uh, at least by at least by jordan by jordan walk from the from the from react and the the, the recent team um, was uh, to basically try to uh, implement like the i'm not sure how it's the layout renderer, or the at least the the yoga from uh, from React Native, to implement to implement that within Reason, and actually within Reason it was actually faster than like the the C implementation. So that, that's kind of like this really, at least it, it blew my mind there. So what? That's crazy. So the Reason implementation was was faster than the C implementation. Yeah. So I I could uh, let me. I'm, I'm, going, I'm at least going to share the link with you. That's really cool. So, are there speaking of sharing links? Are there any good resources or you know community links that you know others who are listening can check out? So there's like the most important link I can give is basically the Discord channel. I really recommend people to to go there and ask questions. I must say, like right now, we have like this emphasis more on the on the like the, the web part of React. So the the native part, it really needs more attention. But yeah, we are not there yet. So it's uh, it's something that's coming. There's a lot of potential there. Uh, like I just said, uh, performance-wise, it's it's really interesting if uh, if you would be writing like your uh, like more native parts there uh, within Reason. Uh, also, also, just if you would replace like your JavaScript code with Reason, you know, it would be a lot faster. So, so there's a lot of potential there. It's it's really the story is not finished there yet. Okay, so definitely worth giving Reason a shot for the web, but holding off on anything for native, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's it's really uh, you know it, it's it's really early days. So I really, really recommend people to try it out. Uh, also complain if things don't work, but yeah, on the on the native side, really, it's it, it the story is not complete there yet, so so be warned. Okay, cool. I know there's a few people that have been experimenting with React Native and maybe creating some unofficial bindings for them. Is that even worth taking the risk right now, or you know, if you're really excited about Reason, you know, sh should we just stick to the web so we don't burn ourselves out? Uh, yeah, it, it kind of depends. If if you're if you're using it for a personal project or for just experimenting, then I would recommend just go ahead. But if you're if there's money involved or anything, if you're doing it for your uh, employer, um, yeah, I, I would personally recommend against it right now. Okay, cool. That's good to know because I was literally going to try to do something with it, <laughs> so I won't for native. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand, but uh, I, I'm probably burning some credits here. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it's something that I would not recommend right now. So the, the, there's a lot of potential there. So that's kind of like what I would rank people. If people are really interested in having like better performance and a better experience, yeah, I would kind of like recommend to uh, to, to to really dive into reason. So, so in terms of uh, contributing. If you wanted to contribute back to Reason, is that strictly uh, OCaml, or you know, are there other languages or things the community can do to help make the project better? 
so there, there's a lot of involved there. So it's uh, we call reason a meta language, uh, but not only because of the, the the that we are language upon our camel, but also because uh, there are more things involved. There documentation, and we call also call it meta language. There's uh, Chengdu gave a whole talk about this. Uh, there's community, and all these parts, you know, to all these parts are important. So also like the the bindings to like JavaScript projects are also important. So there's a lot a lot of things that you can do there. Oh, cool! Yeah. So anything from documentation to helping build the website, uh, maybe even you know pulling down some pull requests and testing code are all good things that you know people who are interested in helping out can do. Yeah. 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 Cool. So we've been talking so much about the reason as a language in OCaml, but what are the high-level goals of reason? You know, why why did the why did they start the project? Uh, so reason was basically started. Uh, so let let me go back there a little bit. So uh, like the early version of React was uh, was was written within standard ML. Uh, which is kind of like similar to OCaml, but as a JavaScript developer, that might be like totally unfamiliar to you. And of course, like uh, luckily, like React was written within JavaScript, so we all could understand it and use it. And because of that, you know, like the market share really uh, took off there. However, you know, this ML and you know now it's like this OCaml language really provides a lot of interesting features. So one of the things that uh, Jordan Walk did, like the, the creator of React and also the person who started first with React within standard ML, uh, was try to do it within OCaml. So he basically also written like this experiment, experimental version of React within OCaml at Facebook. But you know, there's like this main problem there. It's the main problem there is like you cannot expect people from the Java community to jump up, jump on that. The problem really there is it's kind of like this unfamiliar, unfamiliar. It's like unfamiliar for you as a JavaScript developer. So you're you're looking at the syntax and you don't understand it, and this ecosystem is kind of like weird. And that was kind of like the the start for reason. It's like you know let let's have this really nice language that we can use where we have all these like kind of like nice features. So OCaml provides uh, like static typing, immutability. And a whole lot more that you actually would want if you want to create maintainable software. And let, let's lay like this nicer syntax on top of that. And let's provide nicer tooling there. And that's really actually the story for reason. And it's really targeted towards like React developers. Wow, that's really cool. So I've always wondered, you know, like why a new language, especially because we have, you know, Babel and FlowType and Immutable now, you know, like. Why all of a sudden pull that all out under you know our feet and try something new? But you know it it really makes sense. What's what's nice there is uh, you mentioned like Bubble and and all these other tools and I can tell you if you are going to do it with like the recent toolchain, it's going to be a lot faster. It's going to it, you're going to be surprised with how fast it's going to be. That's really good to know. All right, well you know that about wraps up. You know, our episode, Sander, at the end of the show, we always do a pick. Do you have any picks for us tonight? I have to, I can give you some links later on, but right now I don't really have uh, something really directly. There are some examples that I can give you for uh, for recent projects. 
Yeah, if you have one at the top of your head, that would be awesome. Just something, you know, and anything somebody could Google or check out. So, uh, Jared Forsythe has like this really nice, uh, like he's really doing a lot of fun stuff with uh, with mazes at the moment. Uh, so, I really recommend to uh, to check that out. I can just send you the link, and uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun to to watch, you know, the the animations there. So. Cool. Well, Sander, that about wraps up uh, our episode of React Native Radio. Thanks so much for coming on the show. I know I will appreciate it, and everybody else listening will appreciate learning about Reason today. Thanks so much. Okay, thanks for having me, Peter. All right, thanks again. Thanks.